Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Come in here and love with me, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Manchester City won the league. Palace and Bournemouth scored lots of goals. And the Football League playoffs are underway. Hi everybody, Luke Moore, Pete Donaldson, Jim Campbell, Marcus Speller in your ears. It's the Football Ramble. The original crew. <laughs> well, it's not, is it? Uh, no. Slightly tweaked. To all intents and purposes. Yeah, the classic, like, the classic yeah. lineup. That's a bit yeah. like saying, you know. I improved it. I was like in Black Panther and made all of the entire franchise better. I mean, when, that's when, how you start. That's the comparison yeah. you want, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you say that's not the original crew, it's a bit like saying, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Ringo's not in the original crew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you are. Um, how? And you are spoke, you. speaking very much like the Ringo of this Fab Four. So that's fair enough. <laughs> um, let's open with Manchester City um, are not a pro- not an improving side. Brighton and Hove <laughs> Albion standards were beaten four-one. It was. Uh, I mean, they were predictable, but nonetheless impressive scenes uh, down on the south coast. But the day belonged to Bruno. Yeah, yeah. Playing yes. in the Prem at 38. Got he got. Yeah, no yeah. mean feat. Playing the playoff at 38, Jimbo. He said he's in his goodbye speech, once a seagull, always a seagull. That, that's oh. very nice. Presumably um, then he went off to 
after the beach. Eat some chips that have been on fallen on the floor. Keep everyone in Brighton awake. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, was there Jeff... anything else from the game, Jimmy, you took? <laughs> Jeff Shreves, actually. Oh, right. Yeah, because Jeff Shreves interviewed Bruno and also Vincent Company. And, and, and at the end of both interviews, he went, go on then, go and join in the celebrations. Well, thank you. That's, not, that's not your decision to make, Shreves. sir. Yeah. Would, go would away. put a dampener on it for you? If, uh, if, I'd if, retire if, there and then. Yeah, it, you know, you, you've been a part of... People are saying the greatest side in the in the Prem's history. Difficult to say. Well, top sky spots. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, ninety eight points and all the rest of it. And 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 when you win the league and you captain the side like Vincent Company scored a brilliant goal every week and mm. given goal of the season and whatnot, you then get to explain that in a in a moment with Jeff Shreves. Mm. Would yeah, that I put the dampener? It, it would. <laughs> it would be like. Um, be like I don't know. Harvey Weinstein handing you a golden... It'd be like having an ice cream full of glass <laughs> for dessert. But I, I, I like the idea that they sit around before the game... Probably an Oscar, and, sorry. And Pep, and Pep says, uh, right, you know, this is what we're going to do, this is the plan, you play how you yeah. play, you know, you, you can, you've got a good chance of winning this game, etc, etc. Right, thanks guys. Um, do you want to go and take 10 minutes to get yourself ready? And before the siren comes along to, um, to, 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 to usher them out into the tunnel... Um, but among themselves, they say, right, who hasn't done Jeff Reeves this week? <laughs> one of you's got to do it. Say yeah. ten, Otherwise, you get a it? fine. Yeah. It's written, yeah. in, it's written in, a, in a contract if you're a captain of a Premier League side. Right, as a captain, you've got to be a bit more of an I imagine you role. get. I imagine whoever takes that responsibility gets a little bonus. Yeah. Little Riyad, bonus well, maybe. I Riyad, think it's written you, in. Riyad, you haven't been in the starting line for a while. So I think it's about time yeah. you did it. All right, <laughs> but if I, if I score, can I get out of it? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Maybe that's the motivation they have. Every yeah. club should be doing that. Yeah, it would get you get a lot of people out of a thing. But yes, Man City, the champions, ninety eight points, nearly reaching their record breaking tally of a hundred from last season. Not an improving team. <laughs> on the way in, on the slide. Yeah. Well, I'd say they were because last season there was no title challenger anywhere near. No, them. they've been fantastic. Both yeah. teams have been absolutely fantastic, and and to, to to credit Liverpool for taking it to the final day, and they're giving us something to shout about on us yeah. on Sunday. They've been brilliant. I mean, ninety-seven points is is incredible. But but Man City, put it in perspective. I don't think Man City have dropped a Premier League point for over two months. Well, and that's yeah. and that's it, down the stretch. It? It's, it's ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it, it's mad to think that Liverpool were seven points ahead at one point. Yeah. Um. But I, I in a lot of cases, I think that would be that would be used against a team that went on to not win the title. But as you say, not dropping a point for two months and Liverpool keeping right up there with them like this. What else could they have done? They've just thrown everything at it, and they've been brilliant along the way as well. I think they've actually been better to watch. And the Liverpool. scenes, the scenes won't be weren't as emotional Anfield as perhaps you'd expect. Well, they no. were much, kind of they felt a bit more like they were ones of respect. I suppose mm. the fact they've got a Champions League final, yeah. they've got they've got a potential pick me up just around the corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, th- I think the Champions League final does take the edge off them coming second, but also I think those fans. To, to, to you imagine if they were booed off at Anfield on the last day. It would absolutely ridiculous. I think the Liverpool fans realise they've had they've had a brilliant time this season. It's been phenomenal, and it is the by the finest of margins mm. that they have lost. I mean, they've been unofficially crowned by many people as the best second place team in in the Premier League's history, well, which I, mean, I think is yeah. disrespectful to Keegan's entertainers personally. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, rude. but you know, not going to people are often me. often disrespectful to them, aren't they? Sort of part of the part of the charm of them. But you, um, Brighton really crystallised how difficult it is to get a result against City. I mean, they obviously pop up with that goal from a corner from old reliable Glenn Murray. Well, for around twenty minutes, the title was going yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, people, Did like, you ever believe it? Shots, they had one shot, and I was like. That was not far away. If they'd piled that in, oh, well, just they would have lost six two. <laughs> I, yeah, I never, yeah. I never believed it. I no, I know. It, was, it, was, it felt like a false dawn, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I was just going to say, looking at the, the stats very quickly, you know, Man City had um, over seventy six percent possession, mm-hmm. and 
that meant, of course, Brighton had just just under twenty four percent. So straight away, it's very very difficult yeah. to, to have any sort. The of The Leicester game, game was the one, and if, but if you factor in the areas of the pitch they have the ball yeah, in. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's even harder. So <laughs> it's, it's it's almost it's not impossible because of course nothing's impossible, but but. It, very, very, very difficult. The only thing is, if Brighton were needing uh, a point, but even then, I wouldn't yeah. have given them much of a chance. But it was, it was the Leicester game, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that really, that was the one, uh, and 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 because it, it took that company goal, and mm. it, again, but I think what's been intriguing for the neutral, from where from where we're all sitting on this, the last sort of handful of games where you know I've been saying all oh, Rogers revenge and all this tosh, um, it took that company goal. And then Ian Hatcho has a chance, which he, yeah. he might do better on another day. Before that, was it Burnley before that? Or certainly, well, it was before that game. I forget which... Um, yeah, they're Burnley many, away. They won one there. Again, yeah. the, the 11 Fine centimetres yeah. or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, the, the line. But it's a goal, I mean, it's a goal yeah. by the yeah, way. Well, I'm not complaining. I think, funnily enough, I think John Stones' clearance off the line against Liverpool was, was 11 centimetres as well. Oh, so, but you're going way further back I, there. I, I, I am, I'm talking but, about the, the microclimate of the last handful of games of the season. But, but what I mean is, I think on a, on a larger scale, you can actually apply that to the entire season because well, the standards of both has been so close that you have to do that to find anything between them and what Absolutely. a testament to both of those teams yeah, yeah. And I, I think I think I was more impressed with Liverpool's like end to the season than I was at Manchester City because Manchester City were kind of edging out games they were scoring early and just shutting up shop a little bit and as you say there were some very close calls when it came to um, goals being uh, cleared off the line and Ian Atchard and stuff like that oh, never I, thought, I, thought Liverpool, I thought Liverpool were, were, were hard working they did exactly what they needed to do but it was just I, I it, actually, it's just those margins are so I, small like you say I know what you mean I, I think that I think the best team has won the league you know it tends to be the case um, <laughs> but I, I, I think Manchester City with their resources with the depth they have in that squad yeah. is just it's, 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 where, it's where, where can you I mean where can you go I mean the, the the, the the fact is that they've got one point more than Liverpool and, and they, <laughs> yeah. so they have won the Premier League. I mean, mm. that we all know that. It's, you look at some of the numbers being posted. I mean, Liverpool lost one game all season. I know. Man, but then having said that, Man City won 32 out of 38 Premier League games. Yep. And so, Equaled their record of last season. Yeah, where can you... It's yeah. hard to get, know where to go to keep up with that, you know? What was really telling as well um, with the uh, trophy presentation yesterday was the, the, the backroom staff coming out and there being 26 of them. Now, oh, we know man. that obviously they have a lot of backroom staff and a lot of specialists. And as we said on the, on the show last week, Pep Guardiola is basically managing a team that manages a team. But that re- really puts it into stark contrast to what, to what other teams are working with. I don't know what it's like at Liverpool. I can't imagine it's that different. But obviously City are the high end of everything. And that mm. is that what a sort of peak under the bonnet of, of what makes <laughs> yeah. a team tick. Went on for ages, didn't did it? You, yeah. yes. Um, did you enjoy Yaya Torre's uh, reception? Yes, I did. They, all running over they love him, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. But that, and then, that, and then that, he announced that he was still... Uh, hungry for it. Hungry for it, because his agent... Hungry for kick. You, you, know, oh, well, yeah. you know what he's done though he's, yeah. he's, he's down in Brighton yeah. it's a lovely day oh yes someone's getting a trophy yeah. he's like, I quite fancy a bit of this yeah yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Tri- it's not about that it's about <laughs> the, the, the trips in the middle of December when it's absolutely pissing he's me down he's seen yeah. some of the seaside uh, seafront uh, yeah. properties there and he goes I mean these are lovely yeah, actually it's nice <laughs> he's got the great escape to watch from indie bands <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brighton Fringe was on he probably popped down yeah. <laughs> enjoyed your comedy did he did you guys quite rude did you guys think it was weird to see I know it's happened before, but it doesn't seem to happen that often, at least in my mind. It's weird to see a you know a, a different stadium have to make all these preparations, yeah. do all the announcements for well, Man City, and because I think I think didn't they have the Man City announcer for it? Right, um, yeah, that, would, like that would anyway. make sense. That yeah. would make sense. Well, um, from the Brighton goal, I want extra for this. It's another two hours work. I had the fortune or misfortune, depending on what side of the fence you you, you fall down on, of uh, interviewing Terry Butcher once. 
And, uh, and it's fair, fair to say that he is somewhat fueled by hatred of, of Maradona and certain yeah. things in the past. But anyway, talking of that kind of stuff, there was an amazing finish uh, to a title race years ago. I mean, it sounds ridiculous you've mentioned it now with Celtic's dominance, but when Rangers pipped Celtic on the last day mm. and they and, and Celtic, I think they may have just needed a point away to Motherwell. Sorry to be sidetracked, but yeah. you're talking about stadium preparations yeah. there. And one of the things that motivated Butcher, one of the many things that motivated Butcher, who was Motherwell manager at the time, was it was at Fir Park at Motherwell's ground. and I think the SFA turned up all this stuff. a few days before and said, right, okay, so so when Celtic win the league, this is what we're going to do. And he was like, well, hang on, we've still got a game of football here to play. And they yeah. basically just went, yeah, okay, mate, yeah. And he was like, yeah, what's happening in my office? They were saying this. He was like, right. <laughs> yeah. And then Motherwell two, scored two goals right at the end, yeah. which handed Rangers the title. Well, well that's absolutely fair enough for Butcher, Butcher said, being Butcher consistent said he had that. a bruise yeah. on his uh, inner arm because of the way he was thumping it, like giving the... The what's it's to the Celtic I think it can be both these things. He can be a complete bell end, yeah, but he can also be absolutely fair enough. On but that but very yeah. professional yeah. though, and that that he said that was an enormous amount of motivation. But wasn't there I a conversation was. this this year sort of about about uh, Celtic and Rangers? Should they be giving? Should Rangers be giving Celtic a, a guard, guard of honour? Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. If that's a thing that has suddenly sprung up, that that's something you have to do, then you have to bloody do it. Well, you, you know, do. I think Manchester United have to uh, gave Chelsea a guard mm. of honour once at Old Trafford. When Mourinho was down, and there was a bit of a kind of, do we have to do that kind of thing? That but turned they, out, yeah. well, the Mourinho thing turned out all right in the end. Though. I think so. <laughs> but he was he demanded a guard of honour every week. But anyway, we, back to the. Should business. we have a mention of? I mean, because we, look, we all know Man City have been brilliant, and people listening aren't going to be short of everyone telling them how great Man City were. But we uh, still still will get emails from people. You didn't talk about how good Man City were. Yeah, he didn't talk so about, about that Glenn Murray guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like nipped in there, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> but what about um, Chris Hutton? News broke this morning. Of that he course, lost his job. Yeah, yeah. he's been sacked. You cannot be beaten. 4-1 by Manchester City at home and keep yeah, your no. just can't do it. <laughs> no, enough about Man City though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. I, I mean, four and a half years roughly he was in charge of yeah. Brighton. It's a shame. There's no two ways about it. It's a shame. A long stint though. He got them up in the league yeah. and he's kept them up, um, what is it, two seasons or two or three seasons of forgive he me. He cemented them as a... As, as a... Premier League cement well, is strong yeah, cement, cement is strong right. he's cement. blue tacked them into the Premier League <laughs> yeah. he's, he's dry like gorilla glue. there's a lot of dry rot there's, there's certain subsidence yes. on one side of the house it's but there's a, funda- there's a foundation there indeed mm. not a foundation a foundation they were fortunate that, Pal- uh, that Palace beat Cardiff away mm-hmm. they were very fortunate yeah. that that happened and Cardiff that'll be the result that they rue because obviously they went to Manchester United and won we'll talk about that <laughs> in a short while yeah. uh, but Brighton were fortunate that results yeah. went their yeah. way well, as we've said before we, we say this every season about some teams they stayed up because there were three teams that were worse than them yeah. not because they were particularly yeah. good and they, they I think I feel like it's probably the right time for them to make a change S- second half of the season they were really poor I mean Tony Bloom the owner of course said in his statement our run of three wins in 23 Premier League games put our status at significant risk um, with that in mind and the performances during that period I feel it's the right time for a change uh, Hewton deserves a huge amount of credit and respect for, for what he's done as you yeah. guys have already yeah. mentioned but you know it does seem odd in a way because they, they weren't relegated. Mm. If they were relegated on the final day, you'd be like, well, that's that. But, but they dropped like a stone. They have. And I did say a few weeks ago, didn't I, after that, that Bournemouth mm. result, I thought, you know what? I'll, I wouldn't have been surprised if, something, if a statement had come out after that game. Yep. So clearly it was in the offing. Um, I do think Chris will be will find another job fairly easily. I mean, he's, he's got a great reputation. Job, he's, a good job. Rafa. he's brought two clubs up from the championship and that yeah. is a valuable, valuable uh, skill. Which Absolutely, is the yeah. Warnock move. And he's proved just, but he has proved that he can keep a side in the Premier League. But he's also, I mean, we should also mention that he has been he has been given the ability to, to spend money as well. Yeah, I has. mean, he's brought in your handbacks for 17 million, I think, mm-hmm. from the Eredivisie. He brought in Basuma for about 15 from Lille. 
Um, of course, Bernardo came in, the left back for nine million. I mean, they spent a, a, a good amount of money mm. for a club their size. I know Premier League is full of riches. For, uh, down for, down for that the, end of the table. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and so it's not really worked out. So maybe they feel they need to freshen it up. I, I do feel, I, yeah, I do feel <laughs> sorry for them. Though. I mean, because obviously he's, he's clearly a great guy and he's, and he's done a good job. Um, which means I think he'll find another job. Yeah. He'll, but he'll always be, a, in a weird way, it might turn out, obviously he doesn't want to lose his job, and whatnot, but in a weird way, he'll always be remembered fondly by the Bright fans because he kept them up and he and he leaves his yeah. post. Obviously he's been sacked, according to reports, he's, it's not been mutual consent. Uh, but he'll always be fondly remembered in Brighton now because of that. I would think, I, you would think yeah, that would I, be the I, I case reckon. because if he'd have stayed on next season, I think they would drop in and I think they would have found it even more difficult next season. Yeah. It's hard to predict, of course. Um, how, how do you um, how do you look back, just, just out of interest, how do you look back on, sorry, how do you think, just to change the subject, Liverpool will look back on this season? Because we haven't really mentioned them yet. I think that... I I think that they're gonna that the Champions League does does help matters. If they if they win the Champions League, then you know it will it will um, be a lot of uh, there'll be there'll be mass celebration and jubilation in, in, in Liverpool as there should be. I, I still think that that they had a seven point lead. Like I, that still is in my mind actually. And I know that we we were saying, oh, maybe they're better off in the chasing position. Well, as soon as they got into the chasing position, Manchester City won fourteen out of fourteen. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think you could. They have to look at it philosophically because ninety seven points is a phenomenal talent. It's the third best in the history of of the Premier League. And in any so, of the year, would have won it. Absolutely, yeah. they only lost well, apart one from last year. From last year, yeah, yeah true. Um, so you have to be a little bit philosophical, really, because I think it is harsh to go on about the seven points. But if I was a Liverpool fan, I would think we did have a lead. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. going away to Man City, it could have been 10 and whatnot. But again, I think it's a bit harsh um, yeah. to, to, to kind of go on about but Does that. it feel like the start of something? Because to me, the, the, the comments Klopp, Klopp made after, they do feel like they've got a really solid foundation. They're going to be in another Champions League final, of course. Well, I think with Klopp, if you, you look at managers and they say, well, they can't change their philosophies and they work for a bit and then they kind of get a bit tired, perhaps Marino's an obvious example and whatnot. Klopp has has slightly changed, actually. It's been very impressive what he's done this season. Bringing in Van Dijk was crucial and the goalkeeper and whatnot. But they were gung-ho last season, and they were great entertainment, but obviously they ran out of steam. They were nowhere near the title, got the Champions League final. They came very close. 24 points better than last season. Exactly. Yeah. So, in terms so, so of the gap. You see the improvement. Well, they're back in the Champions League final. They're now favourites to win it. We'll see mm. what happens there. Mm. And they were... They were you know, a whisker of a whisker away from winning. So what Klopp has done is incredibly impressive. Yeah. Uh, changing that because they're still great to watch. They're still great entertainers and whatnot. Mm. But now they're defensively are so good. And I know Van Dyke plays a huge part in that, but Klopp is ultimately the one who who, who has, has brought that in. So that's why I going on about the seven points there, I think that one has to look at the the bigger picture because it's um because it's a very exciting time at yeah. you have to say. Absolutely. And I think the fact that they're 24 points better off by sort of curbing their attacking instincts a little bit, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, that speaks volumes to the, to, to the, the intelligence that Klopp approaches the game with. Well, that's, that's what we that... started the season talking about, didn't we? That they yeah. weren't scoring quite so many goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mo Salah wasn't really in, in such rude health. Uh, and obviously he hit pace eventually, but it, he has just transformed that team to a much more balanced 
yeah. but still pressing team. And the, and the fullbacks particularly have been brilliant. I mean, oh, another another assist. I think at least one more assist for for. He got two. He, Trent, did he, he get two yesterday? I think he did. I, I think, think he's he set a record, isn't he? For he'd be credited with the foot. I mean, he's got a right foot like Beckham in terms yeah, of crossing. Brilliant, isn't he? He's phenomenal. Mm. He absolutely is. I think he'd be, he, he and probably Robertson as well would be wingers in any other generation. But I think they're, they are <laughs> yeah. a sign of how the fullback position has changed. They've done so well. I, th- I think you know, without question, if they don't win the Champions League final, without question. They're the best English clubs I've seen to not win anything. Mm. Yeah, mean, it's be ridiculous. Yeah, that, that, they are so good all over the pitch, and so it just as we say before, Again, disrespectful mm. to Keegan's entertainment. <laughs> we say we say it in the context of the Champions League that you know some of it depends on the on the draw, and only one team can win it. And we talk about trophies, or what's that guy ever won? What's that guy ever yeah. won? There aren't that many trophies around to be won, yeah. and so yeah. you can't always win them. Mm. So, but they they deserve a huge amount of credit for what they've brought to, the, to, to to English football this season. They've been magnificent. They've been great to watch as well. Yeah. Van Dijk said. Similarly to what Klopp said a little while ago, that actually if, if City win the league, it's not the end of the world because if they feel that this is the start of something and this yes. could be a golden period for them, and it absolutely could, and perhaps having City to aim at is, is, a, is a good thing for them and that's, overall. Don't you think they've got more personality about them to watch? I, I love Definitely. watching Man City, but they're a bit more machine-like, aren't yeah, they? They're almost like yeah. a, they're almost like a oh, actually, I suppose, stereotypically German team. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It is very machine-like. Syste- so it's, systemic. It's, yes, yeah. very much so. But yeah. Liverpool have a lot more like... I don't know. There's a lot more fire. Well, there's, there's fewer goals where it's just like getting the 18-yard boss, cut it back with a with a yeah. low cross, low yeah. quick cross. Yeah, Guerrero's yeah. tapped it in. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit more. A bit more to that. Vinny Company told me to tell you it's a bit more to it. Yeah. Well, whichever style you like, we we can agree um, that it's better than Sholshar Ball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then let's Volleyball. move on uh, to the other part of, of Manchester, which is um, which is very much in the shadow of the blue half. Manchester United finished the season with two nil two nil home loss to already 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 relegated <laughs> Cardiff City. Uh, Manchester United they've only kept two home clean sheets in the Premier League this season, which is their fewest at Old Trafford and top flight <laughs> campaign since 1990, <laughs> 1962. I'm getting this all wrong. 1962, 1963. Um, with a lot to stat there. And I was like, bloody hell, they have. As someone, as someone said on Twitter yesterday, um, it's taken five years, but Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has at last got Cardiff playing well. He has. Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing the difference between you know when he got the job full time and before that. It's like the wheels didn't just come off, but sort of exploded. <laughs> it's just absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Temporary like, managers get wheels, permanent ones don't. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. And the players have to take responsibility for seeing him off because yeah. that's what they're doing um, but you know there's there's two sides to it aren't there you mm-hmm. can you can talk about groups of players seeing off different types of managers England made a career out of it didn't they that generation <laughs> every different type of manager yeah. they got they saw Dif- him off different situation it is um, and, and, and you can have sympathy for Solskjaer who was a relatively inexperienced manager certainly at this level but it's the manager's job to get him back on side right so they've got a huge rebuilding project it's, it's the absolute pits there you can't overest you can't overstate it for a club of the profile resources of Man United. Another season in the Europa League is, is should be embarrassing for them. They should be embarrassed by that. But they, but they're they're expecting a guy who is a, an inexperienced guy at this level to oversee a massive rebuilding project. I mean, it's not just the fact that he's got to bring players in. He's got to successfully get rid of a lot of players as well. And he's yes. got a guy in Ed Woodward who's not really showered himself in glory on that front. Massively problematic times for United yeah. at the moment. And that yeah. performance, by the way, although that first goal wasn't a penalty, was it the first one? Yeah, it was the first one. It wasn't a penalty. He just it? fell over, didn't he? Yeah. It? But even so, I mean, you may not at home against an already relegated team. You've got to have an he answer. you got another yeah. one later. But also, the problem yeah. is, that even if <laughs> it, he had the freedom of Old Trafford as well. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, all right, if you didn't like that one, you'll like that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it really did seem almost a very lazy performance from the players, didn't it? But the, the, They've been linked with Daniel James of Swansea, which I find really, really interesting because I think if you're Man United at this point, 
the squad is this Frankenstein's monster of mm. a lot of different managers' ideas. So do they have to perhaps park their own status for a bit and go, you know what, we need to re- rebuild with players who are a little bit, maybe a little bit more affordable, a little bit of little bit of an unknown quantity, get rid of some of these players like Sanchez and possibly even Pogba if certain reports are to be believed where the egos are clearly weighing down other players at the club and just start a new generation, start afresh because it feels like, it. this feels like it's still the ghost of Ferguson's Man United and do, it's, do it's been like a long time since he left. They need to establish their identity first, right? Yes. So that's definitely a big part of it and if they think that someone like Daniel James who's an exciting, fast, young attacking player is someone they want to go fine but I would say look, hang on a minute. It's a big step down to what they've been it, doing it is a big Step. It's a big step up for him as well. I'll tell by you, the I think they should sign. Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. No, <laughs> on the Daniel James thing, the reason I find it interesting, perhaps slightly different to your one, uh, Jim, is the fact that if, you, if they're looking for that kind of player, well, they've already got Rashford and Martial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of, I know they're slightly different players, and we don't really know enough about Daniel James to see at the top level what kind of player he can be. But they're exciting, fast. I mean, he, attacking might, he players, might give you know? more of a shit than Martial, but he's not a better player. No. No, no, no. And, that, and that's the, the, the situation to find them in. What I mean, a weird situation to find yourself in. You're manager of, the, of Man United and you can't get your players to care about well, playing for Man United. It's such, it must be so difficult. It's such an odd situation that they find themselves in because you're right. I mean, you shouldn't need too much. I mean, again, Solskjaer's not... A, I can understand under Mourinho if it's a bit toxic and whatnot, you're not motivated. Because nobody liked working for a for a, a bad manager or a manager mm. who's given you your jip and whatnot. Um, did we mention Luke Shaw getting player of the season? Did we? I, I can't, can't remember. remember. I think we did. Did. Uh, another happen. dig at Mourinho anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Scott McTominay, uh, I'll be handing it to him. But what about the, the Ander Herrera situation uh, is quite indicative. Because yeah, uh, fair enough, he, he, he might want to move on and get a big no, he, salary he he somewhere didn't. else. But he, was, he, he started off at least saying he didn't want to and he was very emotional when he said way, yeah. waving farewell to the United fans. To me, that's bizarre because you give... I don't want to bring them into this unnecessarily, but you'll understand the point I'm making. Jones and Smalling get deals. They get new long-term mm, deals. Yeah. And, and you let someone like Ander Herrera go, who's never let them down. He's always, whenever, he's, been, he's played for United in a very interesting period, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And he's and, and played under managers who's never really been sure who their best team is. He's been pillared around all over the place, shuttled in different positions. He's a great player. He's a top-level player, in my opinion. I'm just letting him go. It, it, to me, it's it's a really fuzzy thinking from negligent. Mm. Yeah, uh, Mason, and the biggest sorry, Marcus, the yeah. biggest indica- the biggest indication of how far they've fallen, as I said to you guys on WhatsApp uh, over the weekend, they're one 0 down at home to Cardiff on the final day of the season, and it's not that's happened to them. Yeah. It's the fact that no broadcaster cares. No. Yeah. It wasn't even mentioned. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to actively seek it out. <laughs> you know, that's how, that's Man United. Yeah. It's no, no. part of the course. Now. I mean, the, the only flicker of uh, hope is Mason Greenwood became the youngest starter in, in a. Premier League match for Manchester United 17 years and 223 days nice PR move for Solskjaer that. he looked, yeah. he looked pretty good but I mean hit the post yeah there you but go you, you just get I mean, <laughs> you could do this you could get the same results from a, a team that cost 100 million rather than 600 million yeah. which is what they got now it's just, 400 and something million yeah, yeah. Just, just, yeah. Just, just go with him go with, go with players like uh, just sign someone like Arnautovic or something if you have to <laughs> to get some crappy cheap heat they, but were, like, yeah. they were also spinning the line that our oh, front six are all academy prospects yeah one of them you bought back for 85 million it was uh, it was a good win for Cardiff nonetheless and it was a shame for them that it didn't matter but a nice mm. send off for Neil Warnock yeah. in the Premier League of course if it is his last game in charge in the Premier League a lovely little win at Old Trafford is, uh, is one that he'll certainly <laughs> well he said enjoy. himself there's not a cat in hell's chance he'll ever manage in the Premier League again he will be missed yeah hopefully he'll stay in the hopefully he'll stay in the Championship yeah, yeah. quite possibly well, he's, taken, he's, he's taken up teams before as I said at the start when he came up this year he's like, he's like the dog who's not allowed on the bed like every time he gets in <laughs> yeah. the, yeah. he's like get off that bed yeah but at least but, he's but, lasted the whole season well he lasted the whole yeah. season on the bed so 
it's, in it's, difficult circumstances, we have to say yeah. this. Difficult bed surface circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Very much so. I, yeah. I think if, if if he wants to stay on, which perhaps he does, then I think Cardiff would do a lot worse than uh, yeah. than, than keeping him on, surely. I mm. think so, yeah. It's down to whether he but the, the problem he's got is, the energy for it, isn't it? Absolutely, 70 now. Exactly. And if he's on record as saying he actively doesn't want to be in the Premier League anymore, you've got uh, to question the guy's motivation for picking up points in the Championship every week. Oh, but he prefers that, though, doesn't he? He prefers yeah. getting a team up, it would seem. I'll, so I'll guarantee I'll, I'll get you seventh. Yeah, but that's not. <laughs> was it? Was it? Uh, did we mention this on the show? Or was it just in, in the WhatsApp when when somebody said in their autobiography or something that Warnock, when he was in charge, oh, I'd rather lose two 0 in the Premier League than win three 0 in the Championship. Or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. They, they lost their first game. That's in the um, that's in the Michael Calvin book, living on the volcano. Yeah. So he said that was, Warnock was a great motivator when he when when they came up to the Premier League, they lost their opening game four 0 Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And all that he walks in, and all the players in the dressing room thinking, "Whoa, we're in a big league now. This is this is a different level." And we've been winning every every week down in the Championship. Warnock walks in and thinking he's going to give us a roasting, and he goes, "Ah, oh, love it, lads. Absolutely great love it. day out." Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> "What?" And he was like, oh, "Isn't it better to lose four 0 in the Premier League than win two one in the Championship?" Yeah. And the next week they went out and win so they've still been relegated yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. God bless the Warlock though we and all it. who cast spells in him <laughs> because he's been he's been great this season we've oh, enjoyed yeah. it and he'll be ever present on this show as long as he's uh, around football alright ladies and gentlemen let's go for a quick break Selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You know, I can't wait to get out of them, if I'm honest. Uh, and he has. And he has. Welcome back to the Football Round. It's time for emails with PTD. It is time for emails. Say, I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Not a bird! You've got mail. Bad beat. If you want to get to the show, as always, it's short. Thefootballramble.com. Hello to Tim Holland on the subject of people leaving and missing out on glory. This is what we're going to go off for the email section this week. Uh, David Stockdale decided to leave Brighton knowing full well he was going to miss out, leaving the recently promoted side uh, to join Harry's revolution at Birmingham. He's since enjoyed loan spells at Southend, Wickham and Coventry, as well as playing with the Blues uh, under 18s. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, away from football, Tim says, uh, two people I know uh, have been dating for 14 years. She left him just before he won £18 million on the lottery. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a stinker. Ooh. That is a stinker. But, you know, love, innit? It's yeah, love. exactly. You can't yeah. fake it. Can't well, fake it. You know, money some, doesn't some buy people. me love. To be fair, though, getting into chaos theory, if they'd stayed together, the circumstances probably would have been different about when he bought the ticket, right? It might so, be different maybe, numbers as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if it was different numbers, probably yeah, wouldn't have If happened. you're listening, get in touch. Also, she wasn't <laughs> married to him, so she wasn't entitled to anything. Anyway. If you're listening, yeah. get in touch um, if you want to sponsor us. Someone's, someone's <laughs> signed a prenup recently. Uh, hello to Sean, who says, uh, Sean in Nottingham, but from Leicester. Cambiasso leaving Leicester before we won the league. Mm. Although we did get N'Golo Kante in as a replacement, so who knows how it could have gone if he'd have um, stayed. Matt Taylor left Portsmouth about six months before they won yeah. the FA Cup. Cambiasso was Leicester's player of the season. Yeah, he was I think. brilliant, wasn't he? He was, but I think he was he was ready. But they to, he also did, did they not replace McGock and Inla, who barely featured that following season. Maybe as well. I mean, as as the email said, Kante came to the forefront, but yes, Inla was bought around. There that we time. go. Mm. If you happen? want to go to show shortthefootballramble.com and quite frankly, it's the end of the season, so we need some more emails. Yeah, do do Get send in, in your content. Yep. Yeah, seriously, we, yeah. we do need that. Any so. hour of us spent researching is a wasted hour. Yep. Um, Arsenal, they got a big win, a great win on the final day mm. to clinch fifth spot. Uh, they finished one point behind Spurs. Yeah. Well, I knew that was the case because obviously there was that whole goal difference thing. Swing. Um, there was no swing. There was certainly no, no, no swing. Well, it was not the eight goal swing. They were not needed. the sultans of swing. Well, there, there wasn't an eight goal swing, but uh, Spurs got a point, so they, they didn't need goal difference. Anyway, Abamyang missed a glorious chance to be yes, the outright winner of he's the Golden Boot. He's a funny player like that, Abamyang, uh, because he's got 31 goals in all competitions. I Impressive. Think 31. Yeah, he's been, he's been absolutely brilliant, but he does miss a lot of sitters, and it's mm. it, he never lets his head drop, which is obviously a sign no. of a really great striker, but he's a, he's a really funny player. I think he's elite. I really like him. Oh, he's, he's got the glide, as we've yeah. touched on before. He's, he's a fantastic world-class player. His record in all competitions that he signed for Arsenal is, is yeah, amazing. It's, it's phenomenal. A, a yeah. satisfying one, that volley. He and, uh, he and Lacazette mm. against uh, Valencia were just absolute tyros. They were just, mm. they were just brilliant. But yeah, yeah, but that volley was superb, yes. I'll tell you something. It, that Arsenal win away in Valencia, I understand why it's overshadowed. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. there was a bit of other stuff going on. But it was very impressive. Yeah. Yes. I loved it at the end of the game that Arsenal just pinging it around really, yeah. really comfortably. It was like... I genuinely forgotten what this was like yeah. like just that calm bit it's like okay this game's wrapped up and won this is great because it hasn't felt like that for a while and it's, and it's great for North London that both teams are in mm. finals mm. and they well, also a slightly Jim, different view on that there's, there's a, I know it's a final day of the season so it can be a bit of a basket case but to go up to Burnley who yeah. second half of the season been very good Arsenal played a lot of young players I mean yeah. um, Inketia who I'm sure we'll talk about Joe Willett Joe well. Willett played Mavropanos started at the back I think um, you know Stefan Lickstein no uh, so so there's 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 something to be encouraging encouraged about and I think another year along the line with Emery as the coach who's trying to do things his own way I think it's going to be competitive next yeah. season and, and we shouldn't forget they've got a couple of really expensive top quality strikers well, yes. and if they can win the Europa League well this if, is it exactly. then, then Champions League football that is huge for us I mean obviously yeah. Chelsea have already got it and a little mention of, of Chelsea finishing third yeah. you know I mean Sarri's had his criticisms and, and various points of the seasons may well have lost his job but yeah. League Cup final only on penalties Europa League third final third finish yeah the Europa League final he's not too a, shabby he's done a very good job in a, in a difficult situation um, and are you sorry for those nasty things you said about him 
I can't remember exactly what I said, uh-huh. but if I if I were, if I stepped over the line <laughs> in my enthusiasm for just making great football content, uh, yeah. I, I think it was more baiting James Horncastle. So we'll yeah, no, but he's done well. He's done <laughs> yes. well. And and the question remains though about this idea of the way he likes to play and how that can, how successful that can be in a league like the Premier League. Not because the Premier League's better, but just because it's so much more competitive. We can give him credit for finishing third. But he was also 26 points off the t- top of the table. And it's Chelsea we're talking about. Yeah. They, they, they are expecting to be competitive. Well, so he might do a clop. He might do. Lose the league by one point next, next season. Next season, yeah. Mm. We talk about the Premier League's not better. Four finalists. I know. Come back. It's a Premier League flex, though. Well, it's incredible. What a when, European when you, flex. When, the when you look at how, how inconsistent Arsenal have been in particular, the fact that they've pretty much breezed to the final as well. But, yeah, beating Napoli. And Valencia. And Valencia, which was not. Winning both legs. Yeah. Of both games, it's impressive. Yeah, it's what it shows the strength of the league. Doesn't Arsenal it? weren't inconsistent all season, though. The second half of the season was more inconsistent. Yeah, but, but is it? Yeah, but isn't that the nature of inconsistency? Yeah, true. It's the first half, <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, but I mean, but I have to say they, I mean, they did go from the 18th of August to the 16th of December on here I'm reading it now without, without losing a game yeah, yeah. so I mean they, they, but, they, but there were there were games where they rode their luck a bit in that time sure but yeah it's, uh, it's are you more encouraged you're surely more encouraged yeah I mean it's, it's so much of it is down to winning the Europa League because I think uh, it's going to make a difference for the type of players that, that Arsenal can get in as well and obviously the budget for mm-hmm. for, for, for players full stop So I think they um, have money in the summer Jim I do well there's, there's talk that the reason that they didn't spend in January was, was I'm not sure the exact details of why this is, but apparently there will be money available in the summer. But obviously more so if the Champions League is involved. But I think they should they should do okay if you if you kind of break down the whole the transfer business. Chelsea have got an embargo, so they can't sign yes, anybody. Is that true. right? Mm-hmm. So that takes them out. Spurs wonder if there's there's money to spend. I, there. I think I think there is. I think Spurs paid their stadium up front in okay. some way. So I'm that not, so not that, sure that would be interesting. Back. Man City will go up go after a certain type mm-hmm. of player. It's funny it? to think they only signed Riyad Mahrez last season. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's madness. So, um, so then you have Liverpool. Now, players want to come to the Premier League because of the, the standard of football and the money. Let's yeah. not be silly. If Arsenal have money to spend, even if they were in the Europa League, they're still a huge club. I, I still think they can get people in. The a thing lot. is, it's Arsenal. You know, Kroenke very regularly talks about how Arsenal can only spend what they generate. So, you know, there will be money to spend, but I don't think they'll be competing with the, the teams around them. It won't be moon money. It does, no, it does depend on who gets recruitment right, because Spurs are going to have a huge amount of upheaval. A lot of the players are going to move on, need to replace them. They want to strengthen anyway. Chelsea, you're right, the transfer embargo. Arsenal need to strengthen defensively. Well, uh, May United have got to do something, because yeah. they're not going to be able to, they're not going to, are they going to stand another season six? I, I, it's impossible to see Solskjaer getting through the whole of next season if they're going to, if they're looking on par to finish six. So 66 points for United is nowhere near good enough. Hugely interesting summer ahead of us. What, what happens if Poch wins the Champions League and then F's off? I mean, could that do. Could, that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Could yeah. do. Will Manchester United gonna... say to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, that permanent deal we gave you? Yeah. yeah. Look at the We've small lost print. It. We can't yeah. find it anywhere. Yeah. It says if Pochettino becomes available. I think there's probably about 10 or 15 million reasons why Solskjaer might not care about <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> um, going back to Arsenal's recruitment briefly, though, is uh, the, the issue is I think Sven Mislintat has still not really been replaced. There's been mm. some sort of shuffling at, at the executive level. Um, and also, uh, Edu will be taking over uh, a role. Edu. Of, I, think, possibly, I think it's director of football. Get him in um, there. But he's coming in after a job that he's doing with Brazil. So nice. um, there's going to be a little break before he can start his work. So it's still 
there's still a lot of stuff behind the scenes that needs to happen for Arsenal before they can even sign a player. So yeah. I, that is a concern. At least they've hired someone. Indeed. Yeah. Hey, still Europa League final. Yes, yes absolutely. And, look forward and, to uh, it, yeah. and what an occasion it will be. In, what, what an appropriate setting <laughs> yeah. for the six and a half thousand yeah. Arsenal and separately <laughs> Chelsea fans that can make it. Yeah. What an occasion. Hopefully there'll be chartered flights. Yeah, hopefully otherwise... Mkhitaryan will be allowed into the country, which currently mm. is not. Is that, I didn't know that. That's right, yeah, because... Uh, That's one of the big issues. issues. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. All right, then. Let's have a little bit of fun and go to Crystal Palace 5, Bournemouth 3. Love Palace. it. Palace had only scored, according to the commentator, only scored 14 goals at home in the league all season before this one. They made up for it. Um, their away form, of course, has been much, much better in the league. But a great send-off of Palace in, in the league. I mean, it's almost as if that's what the whole home campaign had been building up to, that uh, that splurge of goals and a big excitement. Send, and a big send-off for Julian Speroni. Yeah. What's a big send-off? After 15 years, he said to Roy Hodgson that um, he doesn't want to be treated any differently, he doesn't want any special treatment. So, But can you pronounce uh, my name so, correctly? So he was left out of the, <laughs> yeah, so he was left out the matchday squad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great. I love, I, every year there's, oh, he's, there's he's, a game... He's called my bluff there. <laughs> <laughs> there's a game that has the sort of last day of school feel, doesn't it? Oh, Where yeah. Everyone's just like, ah, let's just have a laugh. It was Newcastle Spurs 5 1 a couple yes. of years ago, wasn't it? Newcastle yeah. Fulham was quite fun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. giggle. That, right, was, that was very much one of them. Um, that's why he scored a couple of goals. He's scored six in 13 appearances. Get to the main point. Palace since he's, uh, he's been there. Uh, Andrews Townsend, he got his sixth of, of, the, uh, <laughs> of the, the leagues. Nine! Nine in all competitions. We didn't have our competitions down. That doesn't count. I mean, oh, no, well, Pete, that was all that. I won that last week. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but nine in all competitions. I'm on your page now. He just um, got another one just to uh, make sure. <laughs> Is it four or five I've got? I better get another one just yeah, in yeah, case. Yeah. What a haul, though. What a haul for the great man. Did Jefferson Lerma score a beauty? He did. He really did, didn't he? Yeah. And then he tried to just like, I don't know, like get into Zaha's push Zaha over. Head and body. He mm. was so angry at that point. Yeah. Oh, that was so... When Zaha skipped through the defence mm. and Lerner just tried to push him off, as you were saying. <laughs> it was glorious. And then when he scored, like, he celebrated as if it was his goal. Yeah. Um, which, was, uh, which was wonderful. I mean, Zaha's recently was saying... That he thinks he could cut it in the Champions League. He was he was talking big. You can understand that, of course. It's it's a funny one with Zaha. I, I, I don't really want to base it too much on the um, on on his move to Manchester United. It's a bit of a funny one, and yeah. sometimes players it happens too young. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, some time. players when it, when it happens young. Or even always was there, and exactly. and historical context has proved that a lot of players can't play for Manchester United. <laughs> um, yeah, it's no disgrace <laughs> at all. But I mean, with with Zaha, you know, he is he is brilliant for Palace. He is their best player, you would argue. Um, he 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 has a not a blank canvas, of course, because they've got to roll their sleeves up a bit. Even though they 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 what did they make um, forty nine points, which equaled their record in the in the Premier League. But that was when there was forty two games, so they've had a brilliant season, really. Um, would would you like him to move to to a bigger club, or do you think actually, obviously, it's not up to us, and it's blah blah blah. But you know, would you like him to stay where he is? Because it is lovely when you have a player like that at a smaller side. Selfishly, I'd love him at Arsenal, but that side, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I would, li- I would absolutely. See I would what like I mean? To see a he's not really the player they need, is he? Um, well, I think he's <laughs> he the player they on Alex Iwobi, yeah. for example. So you can yeah. see how he, you know, how he would certainly improve the squad. But I, I, I take your point completely. Mm. I, I do like it when you have sort of not even necessarily one club man, but people that mm. are, are just just stay there and yep. and and um, and build a legacy with that club, like one of the greatest players in the history of the Premier League, Matt Letitia. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, <laughs> you said he was going to get a mention. <laughs> I don't know why you look at me in that. But his, his, like, uh, his blank canvas is covered in blood. I think he's just decided to get kicked. Because <laughs> yeah, he's obviously a target. He's obviously yeah. the most important influential player, but he just gets kicked all over the place. Yeah. I think he's, he wants to just kind of hide in the shadows a bit and just get, get assaulted get less. Yeah. Let, those, let those welts heal up. <laughs> yeah. But he's, 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 he's in a great position, personally, because he signed a new deal, didn't he, just before the start of the season, yeah. which I remember it being reported on at the time, saying that this is great for everyone. Mm. Zaha gets more money. You know, Palace get a better fee when he inevitably moves on. It'll be astronomical and, if he's just and, signed as well. And so if he sticks around, then great, he gets good money, he plays in the Premier League. If he, if he, if he, if he gets a move, he gets more money and plays mm-hmm. for a, you know, a bigger club than Crystal Palace. There's, there's talk all over Google News today that he's there's, where he's being linked with and all the rest, not mm. just him, but Wan-Bissaka as well. And yep. it, is, it is vital for Palace to to keep hold of at least one of those players because you although did. they've had a good season, <laughs> if, they, if, if Wan-Bissaka, and take Wan-Bissaka and Zaha out of that, not looking quite so rosy mm. for them. They're going to be under a lot more pressure depending on how they recruit. But you know, they they've got, done okay this season. When they've got big Roy the boy in charge, they'll be okay. 100 Prem wins for Roy. Great. Oh, that's great. All this man to achieve that, I believe. It's been, <laughs> it a funny, be. been a funny season for them, isn't it? Because the, their home form has been so strange. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, as Roy Hodgson said as well himself, like, it was great to give the fans sort of a performance like that at home on the last day. But mm. so, I, I, maybe it's my Arsenal bias, but I can't get my head around being great away and just a bit insipid at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. Oh, well, there we are. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, have a quick break. And after which, we'll talk about the Football League. <laughs> wasn't clattering on. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. The preview show, sponsored by Bet365, will be out on Thursday. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a big one this weekend. It's the FA Cup final, mm. of course. Our man didn't win on Monday. He uh, missed out by eight minutes. Because yeah. Aguero's goal came after 28 minutes, I believe, mm. and he wanted him in the first 20. So yeah. That was a shame. Blame Brighton for that. And that's why Chris Hooten got fired. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not, not acceptable no. to fly on the face of charity like that. No. So, yeah, show at thefootballramble.com with best bet in the subject if... Um, yeah, if, if you want to get involved, it'll be someone else doing it this week because I'll be away. So you guys have to have a look at it. All right, let's go to the championship. Uh, this week we have the second leg, second legs of the playoffs, of course, and the semi finals. Derby zero leads one big win for Beals' boys. Mm. There was controversy, though. Bit of controversy. Uh, Derby awarded a penalty, then the referee's assistant had a little word in his ear and the decision was overturned. Yeah. But, did, he not, did he not just say it was offside? No, I thought it was because the, the Derby player fouled the Leeds foul player. In the fouled him. In the build-up, but, but, yeah, but I mean, it happened really quickly. I, I, I'm, st- I'm not even sure about that one, having watched it a few times. Personally. Derby were very unhappy, uh, unhappy as you'd expect. It's a good win for Leeds because it, the really momentum was with Derby, really, wasn't it? And um, yeah, they, they've they've turned it around. There, they'd be favourites to go through to the final. Well, no side has ever made the Championship playoff final having lost the first leg at home. What a good stat that yeah, is! Yeah, yeah. Klitsch could have been sent off as well for for Leeds. So Could've. they got the bit of the rub of the green, you have to say, but a good win nonetheless. You would fancy a Leeds to go through. Mm. And you'd fancy Aston Villa to go through, probably, even though they're tough. They turned that around, didn't they? they My did. God, yeah. Mm. yeah, um, yeah. When, um, when Glenn Whelan sort of uh, let that ball go through for, for Dwight Gale, I really respect that he didn't run he after He didn't bother, him. did he? No, he, but he was like, <laughs> I'm so man old. of my age, yeah. I'm, I'll just leave someone else to cover I'm that. I'm only going to compound the error. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight Gale had an eventful afternoon because he, it was he a did. great finish by him. He still had quite yeah, a lot to really do, was. didn't he? And then obviously he got sent off for piling in on, on the goal. Oh, on yellow. Doing that. So the commentator was saying, well, you know, that's a bit hard. You want a yellow card, mate. Yeah. You can't pile in a second <laughs> after the keeper's got the ball. And it's no. so rare you will get a yellow card and look at the state of what you... You have to really go something to get yeah. that. 
Yeah, yeah. My word. Mm, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Villa turned it around in quite quick fashion, didn't they? Abraham's goal was a lovely one. Yeah, yeah. Abraham was, was, uh, was a penalty. He scored a few goals, obviously, Abraham this season. But yeah, like, I mean, we were saying, or certainly I was, that we expected Leeds and, and Aston Villa to get to the final. That seems to be the case at the moment. But you never know. You no. never bloody know. Never Don't know. take your eyes off him. Yeah, so this week uh, we've got that. Uh, League One, Doncaster were beaten by Charlton. Lee Bowyer's boys uh, take the advantage home this week. Again, you'd fancy Charlton, even though they, they conceded late. But 2-1 away from home is a decent I think win. Fa- they, they, I think for the way they've been playing recently, I think they're favourites for the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And the way Charlton have... Uh, you know the the the, the tribulations their their supporters yeah, have yeah. gone through recently. Yeah, you wouldn't begrudge them, no. unless of course you're a Sunderland or Portsmouth fan. I don't um, think either of us deserve it after that performance. <laughs> I mean, that, that was one of the worst games of the season. Nice the first from Maguire. Terrible. It yeah, was. Um, and Portsmouth was a missed opportunity. I mean, they went close, but it took them until Ozturk was sent off, which mm-hmm. was harsh. By the way, you see it? No. it. It's one of those ones where the guy is through. And it's a oh, foul. No, sorry, I did see it. Yeah, it's a foul. About, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's because that's an obvious goal scoring opportunity. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, you think yeah, that's yeah. an obvious goal scoring opportunity, you haven't been watching Pompey much. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and and um, so, but there's a missed opportunity because Portsmouth really playing against ten men for that amount of time. You want to get a goal, and we yeah. came close, hit the crossbar. It will be a big atmosphere down there. And away the goals don't there. count. In they the, don't. In they the don't. They don't. But um, I think the atmosphere is going to be different. I'm not having a having a dig at Sunderland, but the ground was kind of half full. What was that? I don't really know. That was a strange one because sure Sunderland, didn't they not set a record in League One for the highest attendance? Like 46,000 well, or something. Also, Checker Trade Trophy final, there was 85,000 there, half Sunderland, half Portsmouth. Yeah, I mean, so, there may weird. well be a reason. I'm not sort of having a go or anything. It's just an interesting from, again, a neutral who maybe doesn't understand a well, particular I, situation going on when Sunderland, they're in a semi-final of a playoff, important game. At home. At home, and they, yeah. they only have about 26, 27,000. Well, assuming that Sunderland sell their allocation out, Fratton Park will be sold out so it'll be a good atmosphere for Portsmouth no excuse to turn Definitely. to not turn that around so yeah we'll see but it's a bit of a missed opportunity the, the game was an absolute dog of a game I, <laughs> I get was, really, it, was it going to be anything else? No but I get really paranoid because like I know that most of my friends who support Premier League teams aren't going to watch Portsmouth they have the opportunity but in this situation there's yeah. no other games on just like <laughs> Saturday evening if you sat in front of it you found yeah. watching a game it's the only game in town and I think oh god why are we doing this? <laughs> why are we doing it like, why are we playing like this? Sometimes we actually play quite well. It's a really important game because both sides really should be in in the championship for the size of the clubs and, and whatnot, especially Sunderland. I, th- I think really um, both those teams should be quite ashamed they've not been promoted automatically. Yeah, mm. because there's it, not really any excuse. Mm. And then yeah. Portsmouth had it in their own hands. Yeah, you know, it's almost like a Liverpool situation. We, yeah. were, we were top and we let it slip. So there we go. Did you see um, Salford are in the league now? Yes. Yeah. Big what, news, isn't it? What a fairy tale story fa- that is. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I um. I I had the fortune of interviewing Gary Neville once upon a time. And I said to him, because we were talking about him and his punditry career, and I said, well, what if Salford get into uh, into the, the bigger leagues and whatnot? You're going to have to pundit on them and hmm. whatnot. How how are you going to find how are you going to find that? And he was a bit like, oh yeah, I hadn't really thought of that. But he's, I mean, they may well find themselves in, in an FA Cup tie now against um, a Premier League side or something like that. But it's it's interesting the situation because it's. It's obviously easy for us to have a quick joke about it. Oh, they're chucking loads of money at Salford. They're racking up huge losses, mm. which they can afford to cover because of their rich ownership. Yeah, but that's how. That, to be honest, that's a fairy tale dream time for any football sport. Yeah, and, and I yeah. throw a lot of money at us, yeah. get nothing in return. But doesn't it feel apart like from the prestige? Doesn't yeah. it feel like it should be 
you should judge that based on how they're going about it. Because if they're just chucking money at players and giving them big wages, and as soon as they get bored, they're going to leave. And obviously that's terrible. But if mm-hmm. they're, I don't know enough about the situation to, to be able to judge. But if they're investing in the local area and it's and they're, they're, they've got a really well-funded academy and mm-hmm. they're, it's quite quite a nice resource for local people, right? I, it it's putting be, a bit yeah. of money back, so it's not really the end of the world. I don't know enough about it. I'm just saying people have, a lot of a lot's been made of the idea that now the plucky Salford mm-hmm. with four millionaires and a billionaire behind them have well, got in the football league. They're, um, their goal was to get to the championship. You think hmm. to yourself, well, if you're in the championship and, and you've got a bit of a vibe about you and people know the, the club, then, I mean, if we did see them in the, in the Premier League, you know, it would be, I mean, this is you're talking perhaps years away. Good now. news is, mate, the ramble will be long gone by then, so don't you have to worry about it. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> oh, I was um, going to make a really long Andros Townsend prediction there. <laughs> <laughs> he will never do that again. Player manager of Salford City. <laughs> 25, 26. Doesn't matter what haircut Andros Townsend has, he will never do, can complete a season like he's completed this uh, year. By the way, sh- goal of the season should have gone to him <laughs> for that volley against Man City. That's would you have counted that as an extra one? Yeah. Uh, it's a beauty. No, no, that's in the six. <laughs> Did they not get goal of the season for that? No, on match of the day, they, they gave, gave it to company. Because it's more recent, that's why. Well, they said well, it's the more recent. Context of it. Recent context. as well. And I was like, the context, but an away side at Man City. Obviously, Shelby's no, volleyball weekend, so... Of, you know, yeah. No, no, I understand, but I'm just saying that the context is um, that it's more impressive for, for a player in a, in a lower side Look, to you, do that. You won your little bet with Pete. Yeah. Stop the, trying to put a cherry on top. No, right, fair enough. Yeah. For me, that was goal what, of the season. What have you done for Prostec Well, for you. All right, let's go to the WhatsApp group. You got a little jingle for that, Pete? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the WhatsApp group. You mentioned John Joe Shelby there, Peter. Mm. He did score a lovely goal. It was nice to see him playing in that Newcastle United. So his first goal of the season, possibly. Yeah, no, I, think, I think it's his only goal Masker, in the league. Yeah, he's um, he's certainly not featured very often for uh, Rafa's side, so he's mm. probably going to be out the door later on. Oh, shame. Um, he said in his post-match interview, according to rumours on the internet that uh, Mike Ashley's offer of taking the players to Las Vegas if the team had stayed up we talked about this a little while ago and that offer's been withdrawn <laughs> I mean can this be true this just yeah. seems like pantomime villain stuff disrespectful now. to Benitez's entertainers from, from, what, from what I've from what, well from what I've gleaned online is that none of the players believed him so they booked their own holidays so then he was forced to cancel it <laughs> I mean, that, that's, the, that's 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 in worse way, that's in better. many ways. Yeah. That's better, yeah. No, that's worse because they literally go, I don't trust anything you fucking say, yeah. Mike. You yeah. nonsense merchant. And Mike Ashley's thought to himself, see, Mike Ashley doesn't understand the PR of that. He thought to himself, well, that's a bit of luck. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they don't trust me and they've done that. That is excellent news. I just love the idea. In my mind, whenever there's a meeting with a player and a player's agent ever <laughs> on the way, he's like, help yourself to a mug on the way out. <laughs> to be um, fair though, if Mike Ashley said, do you want to go to Vegas with me? I know that for the lulls, you might go, yeah, yeah, definitely. But let's be right. honest. If Mike Ashley said, do you want to go to Las Vegas with me? The answer is always going to be no. No, yeah. it's, it's a no for me. Yeah. It's a no yeah. for me, Clive. It would be like, right, I want some more details. Yeah. It'll yeah. be economy on Virgin Atlantic. Well, he's in first. Yeah. Yeah. 400 quid flights over there with a lot of stag do's. Yeah. Oh, oh, the sort of thing that you, you'd, you'd pitch as a vice documentary. <laughs> I, I would think, um, the, the, I would be fine flying economy to Vegas, but, but my problem would be when you get there, obviously Vegas is in the desert. They don't have any fireplaces there for obvious reasons. Where is that vomit going? Mm, true. Good point. Could be Good anywhere. Point. Imagine the, um, Mike Ashley at Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in dust. He'd, he'd, he'd make, make it very literal, wouldn't he? Waist down, yeah. Yeah, would be. Um, before we move just on from the his, WhatsApp... In his jeans. I just want... Yeah. Flair jeans. Be, before we move away from Newcastle, are you going to move away from Newcastle? I was, but did you, you, see, you go ahead. Did you see Matt Ritchie slapping the yes. absolute shit out of him? Yeah. He's mad, isn't he? He's absolutely... 
absolutely that's what, he's from my hometown that's what people are like from down there I'm just <laughs> pounding his head yeah, smash smash yeah. smash and also the Newcastle fans are giving Mitrovic Colin Mitrovic your shit Salomon Rondon <laughs> and oh. Mitrovic genuinely putting his hands up going why well, yeah. genuinely <laughs> on his sleeve stuff why I loved you and you loved I'll me be, I'll be back <laughs> <laughs> Mitrovic will get 50 goals in the championship next season if he, if he stays which he won't which, which is why I can say that which is I, I yeah. hope he would um, Charlie our social media guy he posted on our WhatsApp group um, he went to see Fulham Newcastle he's obviously a Newcastle fan and um, I thought I'd mention this because Fulham we're not going to see them in the Premier League next season yep. and, and mm. it's a lovely day out isn't it going to Craven Cottage and there are certain stereotypes uh-huh. that, that, that follow Fulham around and mm. Charlie took a photo of a sandwich board outside the pub closest to Craven Cottage yep. Stadium I know the one which says and I'll read it to you Petite Odette Mediterranean Omelette Perfect with our baked scallops or roasted squash quinoa salad. <laughs> there you go. That's Ma- just London though, isn't it? Yeah. That's West just London. No, 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 no. Mummy's no, relaxation no, no. day, Pete. Mummy's relaxation day. No, that's day. specifically Fulham because if you go to West Ham, you're not getting any of that, are you? Nah. Yeah. Pie and mash, bruv. Exactly. Well, exactly. actually, nowadays, not, though, you're yeah. right next to Westfields, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Hey, Marcus, Westfields. Uh, what is it? It's Westfield. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's not, as, I mean, it's not a huge does. error. It's, there, it's, it's what northern people do, as does. It's not just northern. It's Essex as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Westfields. Westfield. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going Westfield. Because it's plural. There's more things I mean, going to, on. And to be fair, the extreme of it, my dad always said his um, favourite Man United player was Parks. Parks. <laughs> <laughs> always made me laugh. Yeah, he means good. G-Sung Parks. He does. Yeah. 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 Not Paul Parks. <laughs> uh, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Any more for any more? No good. Paul Parks is leader. <laughs> I love Jim's dad. I also love Pete's dad. I love Marcus's dad. I love yeah. all your dads. Do you, like, do you love your own dad? dads? Yeah, I love him. Of course, I guess he does. Yeah. yeah, he's got more capacity to love. Uh, more than I'd, one dad I'd, I'd rather do a show with your three dads than with you and I'm sure you feel the same about he's me he's a daddy lover you're going away tomorrow aren't you I am for a week <laughs> thank goodness for yeah. that yeah. <laughs> bring, bring, you can't bring my dad into replacement because he's also going to be away we got Mark Ashley to fund that trip <laughs> <laughs> and we did no cancel alright that's it isn't it there we are Magic yeah, City be. of the Champions thanks very much Luke Moore thank you thanks PT Donaldson goodbye everyone thanks Jimmy Campbell thank you thanks me and to you listeners Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.